Welcome to the In the Thick of It podcast, where we find the beauty in becoming ourselves, even in the thick of it. Thanks for tuning in to today's episode. Let's dive in. Hello, and welcome to today's episode. I recently, I think in a few different episodes, I've talked about this blog post I wrote a while back. Um, when I was doing my Monday motivations, this was a, kind of a free write I did that I turned into a Monday motivation. And I linked the article in um, a couple of episodes back. And a lot of you went there and read it. And um, I find these words really, I find of all the things that I've written, I, I go back to these as my own resource often. Um, for a sense of validation, I think. And I, ju- I wanted to put them in audio and share them with you. For those of you who aren't going to go back and read it, um, who are already here listening, I wanted to make it a quick click <laughs> for you to have access to this content, to this piece of content, because I do find it so helpful. Um, and so I wanted, I'm going to just read it to you. Um, So this is something I wrote um, almost two years ago, August of 2020, um, and it's called Unkink the Hose. And and again, a little backstory. It was a rough morning. I was just sitting down and doing a free write, which I do often in the thick of it. And um, this is something that, this is a segment of what I wrote. I woke up this morning to a storm raging a swirl of chaos and frustration as my son was in the midst of an intense meltdown. If you've never witnessed a child with autism's meltdowns, imagine a typical child's tantrum and then multiply it by at least five. By 8 a.m. that morning, I'd been through three meltdowns with him. I was exhausted, and I had reached a tipping point. I often talk about the emotional guidance scale, When you're feeling low, you can slowly walk your way back up to feeling joy and gratitude, taking one step at a time. But when you're on the bottom rung, when you're at the lowest of lows, you don't want to hear any high-level perspectives or advice. It feels completely unattainable and irrelevant. In that moment, you just need to know what to do to stop slipping before you completely fall off into the abyss, before you break irreparably. In that moment, I simply asked myself, what is the one right thing to do next? When you're in the thick of something, strategizing for the future or even planning for the next few hours can feel impossible. The only thing you need to figure out is what is the one thing you can do next that feels the best for you right now. I searched myself asking what I needed. Just the one thing to do next to feel a little bit better. Ironically, the best thing for me to do right then felt like just feeling it. So I did. I cried. I wailed. I allowed myself to feel all the feelings I try to protect myself from on a regular basis. I sat with the depths of my pain, 
the frustration, the helplessness, the hopelessness, the fear, the failure, the feelings of being lost and confused, angry at God, angry at myself, and even wondering if life is worth living. Sometimes just sitting in the awful pain is the next right thing to do. I'm sure you've been there too. You've faced a moment when you surrender all of your strength and just let it out. (laughs) Eventually, after some time passes and you've cried to the point of exhaustion, you run out of tears. There's no more words, nothing left buried. It's all come out. The sense of emptiness, of stillness, actually brings some solace because it's done. You've faced it all. You've felt it all. And now you're just empty. And there's a pause here before the picking yourself up by the bootstraps moment, before the peeling oneself off the bathroom floor, there's just this moment of pause, of emptiness, of nothingness, just breathing, just being. Not broken, not whole, just alive. The only sound is breath. The only sensation is breath. The only thought is breathe. It's a beautiful holy space, a renewal, a a baptism, an initiation back into life. For as long as it takes, we sit in this stillness, absorbing the peace of the storms passing, honoring the journey of the warrior in preparing to take the next step forward. For several days after this moment, I operated at one speed, one step at a time. On an hourly basis, I asked myself, what's just the next right thing to do? And you know what? I felt more nourished, calm, and true to myself than I have in months. When I start to feel overwhelmed, anxious, or sad, I simply stop what I'm doing, take a deep breath, and check in with myself. What is the one next right thing for me to do? The answer is usually pretty clear and simple. Drink a glass of water, take a shower, put on some music, get the kids dressed, blow bubbles, sit down, say a prayer, send that email, call your mom, go for a walk, Stretch, make the boys laugh, cry, make some tea, light a candle, return that phone call, play the piano, sing, tell the children you love them. As I've written about before, it takes incredible strength to be gentle with ourselves. It takes strength to resist the temptation and the pressure to do a hundred things at once and a thousand things in a day. It takes courage to say no or not right now. 
It takes devotion to oneself to slow down, to simplify, and to resist the pressure of doing everything for everyone else without asking yourself what you need. This week, I encourage you to join me in this approach to living through the lens of nourishing yourself. When you start to feel the sensation of chaos, frustration, anger, disappointment, fear, sadness, or overwhelm, stop for a moment. Instead of numbing or ignoring it, take a deep breath and ask yourself, what is the one right thing for me to do next? Make it a practice. A holy moment for you to guide yourself and do it often throughout each day. And just notice how you feel. Notice the change you feel in your relationship with yourself. Notice how much stronger you feel as you live more gently and handle yourself with care. You do so much for so many. Make yourself one of those people that you are dedicated to serve to nourish, and to love. You'll be so glad that you did. So that's the article on Kink the Hose. And I I wanted to share it with you, I think, for a couple of reasons. One, I wanted to help you give yourself permission to unkink the hose, to feel the feelings, even the really hard ones, because honestly, like I've talked about in so many episodes, when we don't, When we keep that shit buried down and in the dark, that's where it haunts us. That threatening feeling. People will always tell me every single, almost every single client I've ever worked with or had a consultation with even, they, we get to this point of discovering all of these feelings that they just keep shoving back down. And my question is always, how's that going? And they're pissed and they're, they're frustrated because these feelings keep bubbling up at really inconvenient times. And my best advice is to give yourself some time and space where you feel safe enough to unkink the hose and feel all this shit that really wants to be felt, that's threatening to be felt when it's really inconvenient. (laughs) Give it space and time to just come pouring out of you. And then it won't threaten you. It won't feel like you're choking on it all of the time. But there will come a point after you do this, once you give yourself permission, there will come a point where you have to kink the fucking hose again to get up and move on with your life. If it's not this thing that you're healed from or healing from, if it's something that you're continually enduring, then you have to kink the hose to get up again. So this is for those things that aren't going away anytime soon. For me, it's often my son. For you, maybe it's an illness or a fear or something else that's going on in your life that isn't over yet or ever. And we have to kink the hose to get through our lives. We have to. I'm not faulting the kinking of the hose. I kink the hose 99% of the time. If you ever hear me recording a podcast, see me on the street, you're with me in me time, wherever, I am kinking the fucking hose. And I'm pretty good at it. I have to. It's survival. I think about uh, Kelly Clarkson. It was, I think. Gosh, this is a long time ago. But I remember watching her do an interview. And it was, um, I don't remember what song it was. It was one of her real pissed off songs. It was relatively early in her career. 
maybe her second album or something. I don't know. Now I gotta find the song. I don't, <laughs> it's gonna bug me. Here it is. Okay, Never Again. That was the song. And I remember watching her do an interview. She had just performed the song. And somebody goes like, how do you... And then she's on stage being interviewed. It was really cool. And she, they're asking her, like, how do you get through this song? Like, when you're feeling all these feelings about this. Like, these are intense feelings that you're singing about. And she made a comment about something to the effect of, well, I, I have to perform the song all the time. And I, I have to turn it off. I can't feel the feelings. These are, the, you know, every single time I'm performing this song. But when I, mad, when I wrote it, yeah, I was really freaking ticked off. I was mad when I wrote this song. But I can't feel that every single time I sing it. It would just be too much. So I just go through the motions when I'm singing it. But when I wrote it, I was real pissed off. I think that's a great way of explaining the need for kinking the hose. We can't feel it all the time. We can't feel the weight and the gravity of some of the hardest shit in our lives all the time. We gotta kink the hose. We gotta go about our lives. We gotta go to the grocery store. We gotta go make phone calls. We gotta go to the dentist. We gotta do our jobs. We gotta, we gotta do a million things that require us to not be a mess. And so we've got to kink the hose the best we can. But we also have to create time and space to unkink it. This is part of our being healthy. This is a healthy way to go about living and dealing with a wound that won't heal, at least right now. Right now, This is how we have to do that. We have to fucking kink it up. And then we got to unkink it. We have to let it move through us. What trauma is, is when things happen to us or we experience things in our lives that we don't process, that we shove down and they get stored in our body, in our psyche, and they just get like stuck there because we don't allow them to flow through us. And they often end up causing dis-ease or discomfort or pain like a lot of people I know have like stomach issues or digestive issues or respiratory issues because of locked up trauma because they aren't processing the shit that they're experiencing and we're human it's part of the human experience we're gonna experience some shit some really fucking heavy hard shit but we've got to find a way to let it flow through us in a time and a space that feels safe to do so, so that it doesn't become traumatic. And that's why I think this message is so important. This article is so important. I want to speak to the fact that it's okay to kink the hose, that it's survival to kink the hose, that to do our lives, we've got to kink the hose. We can't feel it all all the time, but we also have to give ourselves permission is just as important to our wellness, to our well-being, to our health, to our happiness, that we find the time and space, that we make the time and space to unkink the hose and feel it. Now, I know it's scary. I know. I know that sitting in the depths of your pain is a lot. I know but it's not going away unless you do. It's the only way to relieve it. It's the only way to relieve it. And it's scary and it's heavy. But you know what's worse? 
not letting it out and letting it continually threaten to bubble up in your throat and come out of your mouth and wail and cry at very inopportune moments. (laughs) It has to be released or it will just kill you. The alternative is worse. I promise. You've got to let it flow. You've got to let it move through you. It is the only way to get through this. It's the only way. So, I hope that this article helps you give yourself permission to do that. I hope that it validates the need to kink it. I hope that it helps you find ways and accept that you need to unkink it too. I hope it serves you well. Take care. Cry often. (laughs) I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode. If you know someone who needs to hear today's message, please share it with them. And if you're looking to take your self-discovery journey to new levels, head over to robinangela.com where you can join the waitlist for the next round of me time, book a one-on-one session with me, or browse the ever-growing library of free workbooks, guides, and masterclasses. Enjoy, and I'll talk to you soon.